So we've got two major businesses in San Francisco's financial district. We've got a McDonald's and we've got a 24-hour fitness. Both have been there for almost 30 years and both of them are calling it quits. Is this a case of street conditions? Got too many homeless folks running around? Or is it because of the work from home thing with the financial district? Let's get into it. Here we go. Downtown San Francisco, McDonald's shutters after nearly 30 years. And in a separate article, downtown San Francisco, 24-hour fitness closing after 29 years. Downtown San Francisco, McDonald's is closed with its franchise owner citing challenging economic conditions and empty offices. A sign in the restaurant's door Tuesday on Front Street between Sacramento and California Street in the city's financial district said, we are thankful to have been a part of your daily meal routine since 1994. Imagine eating a McDonald's every single day since 1994. No, I can't. Can I imagine working out at the 24-hour fitness? Well, I mean, four or five days a week, yeah. Weekends? Eh, maybe Saturday. Maybe a little workout on Saturday. Just Kick off your Saturday, kick off your weekend. Well, McDonald's daily since 94. That'd be a hard no-go. Owner-operator Scott Roderick said all employees at the restaurant were offered work opportunities at his other San Francisco locations. The sign also directed hungry patrons to Roderick's McDonald's on Sutter Street between Powell and Stockton Streets near the city's Union Square shopping district. All right. So this, now we're going to, we're going to go. We'll get back to this, but let's take a little look at the map, all right? Here's the McDonald's closing down in the financial district, right? Right here. The McDonald's that are not closing down are arguably in much worse areas. Here's Union Square right here, right? So these are on the verge of the tenderloin, these McDonald's. Those McDonald's are staying open. This is a nicer geographic area. There's just, because it's in the downtown, it's all vertical, big, tall buildings, but nobody is there walking around going to the McDonald's. So same exact, exact thing with the 24-hour fitness. Here's the 24-hour fitness that's going out of business. Here's one that's staying in business almost adjacent to Union Square, where we've had just all kinds of shenanigans take place, right? I mean, here's the tenderloin. You are in basically the tenderloin here. This is not. This is the financial district. But the overriding factor of the financial district just being hollowed out because nobody's working there is closing down two big businesses, McDonald's and 24-hour fitness. And what you've got is you've got matched paired sale analysis, meaning you've got other businesses nearby that are arguably in worse areas staying open because even though they're geographically in worse areas, they've got more people going into them and patronizing them. Crazy, right? But that tells you how much the downtown San Francisco core of the financial district has been hollowed out. and. And moving forward, these businesses, McDonald's and uh, 24-Hour Fitness, those are some big companies, right? Those are some big companies. So they've got some backing behind them. So when they're analyzing, okay, we've got three, three companies. We've got three stores right here. And same thing with 24-Hour Fitness as basically three stores right there. 
I'm looking at the map, you're looking at the map. And when we eliminate the one that's in the financial district, that tells you how little walk-in patronage is there. That tells you how few people are working out at the 24-hour fitness because all they're all working from home in their burbs and they're going to their own local gym. They're not going to the 24-hour fitness on their lunch break. They're not working out there and then hustling from the gym uh, showers to get to work. You know, I didn't bring their suit and all that good stuff. Work out before if you have to wear a suit or if you're, you know, you got to put on a bunch of makeup and fancy clothes. It's a tough gig. It's a bunch of time, right? You want to do it at home. That's a hard gig. I don't know how the women do it because guys, if you got to put on a suit, that's way beyond me. I do not enjoy wearing a suit. Just that whole put on a tie. Ugh, terrible, terrible, horrible. All right. Let's get back to the story though. So, so we've got these other stores that are open near the city's Union Square shopping district. Okay. Right on the fringe on the north and eastern fringe of the tenderloin. All right. So that is going to stay open. The financial district one is not. Sayonara. Roderick, a Dartmouth College graduate and former investment banker who has also co-founded a separate boutique restaurant group, has said he owns and operates the city's largest McDonald's franchise company. Last Friday's closure was not an easy decision, Roderick told The Standard. So this guy is probably pretty well healed. If he's figured out how to put together the greatest number of McDonald's franchises, you know, he's, he's, got, he's got some kind of business sense there somewhere. Plus, he went to where did he go? Dartmouth. Oh, sorry to hear that. Um, the economics of running a franchised restaurant in San Francisco continue to be a challenge, particularly in a downtown that is impacted by high office building vacancy rates and visitor trends that have not recovered since the pandemic, meaning they have no visitors there. Another thing impacting both of these, uh, the, particularly the McDonald's, is the fast food mandate for the minimum hourly wage in California is being raised to 20 bucks an hour. So, you know, pile that on top of not having enough people in your financial district. And it's kind of like, all right, that's lights out. Let's go. He also said that having no parking or a drive through lane were factors in his decision to close the business. All right. And what I would say there, I did a podcast not long ago talking about the Target stores and how the stores that are being closed, there's nine tor- targets across the U.S. We've got uh, Seattle, we've got Oregon, we've got San Francisco, East Bay Area, and we've got New York, Harlem. The stores that are being closed aren't necessarily the ones with the most 911 calls or the most criminal activity going on. It's there's there, There's kind of a number of different criteria. And if those stores, like this McDonald's, not having a drive-thru, or no parking. All right. People aren't coming here because of those factors. There's other factors on top of number of 911 calls. Maybe you've had some just horrifically violent experiences with the nearby homeless community. All right. Close her up. Or, you know, that's what some folks would point to. Or you've got a small store. The physical structure of the store was much smaller than the stores now that are being recognized as making the real money. So maybe you can throw out the fact that, hey, yeah, there's some criminal element here and all the shoplifting and we got to close these stores down. When in reality, it's kind of a management decision of, yeah, we've got that. But on top of that, we got this 
<clears throat> store that doesn't make any sense. We've got no parking. We've got no drive-through lane. We're operating a Target that is a small-scale store. We're going to close it down. We're going to talk about the safety issues. We'll never really know because corporate never really kind of comes right out and says, well, here based on this. But in the Target, they did come right out and say, hey, you got some shoplifting and you got some safety issues. We're closing these doors, period. And so they did. And they're in the process anyway. Downtown San Francisco restaurants and eateries have taken some blows in the pandemic's wake compared with other U.S. cities. In October, Starbucks announced it would close seven locations in San Francisco. San Francisco Target recently closed due to rampant shoplifting. Well, that's what they said. Was it a small-scale store? Hmm. Yeah, I need to check into that, right? And I actually don't know if the Union Square Target was one of the smaller smaller ones, but it would not shock me because the price of rent in Union Square at one time was just astronomical. And so I'm sure they're not paying, you know, they're, they're not leasing their typical massive Target store space, right? It's probably a smaller store. No, it's getting cl- closed down over... Rampant shoplifting. Huh, interesting. While Union Square has faced serious issues with closures, roughly half of the area's stores have closed since 2019. The shopping district has also welcomed new stores, including a hot yoga studio, all right, and a high-end Spanish shoe store. When you are citing a hot yoga studio and a high-end Spanish shoe store as your anchor tenants of this come making a comeback, Mm, yeah, maybe not all is, you know, good in that area. But what's, what is funny about those things is that, okay, yeah, this, you still got over half of the stores that aren't there in Union Square, but you're still going to have a McDonald's and you're still going to have a 24 hour fitness. Whereas the downtown, yeah, it's getting hollowed out on those two stores, right? Let's take a quick peek. We won't spend a ton of time, but downtown San Francisco's 24-hour fitness closing after 29 years. A gym in the heart of San Francisco will close later this year, the company announced. After 29 years, it'll close its doors for good on December 29th. Happy New Year, all you employees, although we'll give you the opportunity to work at other stores. You'll get downgraded in your position, but, you know, jobs of jobs, so you got to take what you can get. Our 24-hour fitness location on Yada Yada will be permanently closed on Yada Yada. The nearby Yada Yada 24-hour gym at Something Street will still be there as our convenient locations on 1200 Van Ness Avenue. Arguably, geographically, much worse areas, but we're going to keep those stores open. Yeah, because the downtown 24-hour fitness, gym memberships at the California Street Spot will be automatically transferred. Isn't that great? I had one of my gyms closed recently. It was Crunch Fitness in Bellevue. And um, they automatically moved my membership to LA Fitness. I need to cancel that. One of those things to do. Got to get a, it's like 10 bucks a month or 15 bucks a month. It's just nothing. But I could buy, you know, half of a, a Big Mac meal. I understand. Those are now like 18 bucks. So that's why I say half. So we've got this. We've got this gym. People on social media mourn the loss of the downtown gym. There's just not enough people in downtown, specifically San Francisco, right now to make it go. Same thing with Seattle. Same thing with Portland. You've got these hollowed out downtown areas, and there's just not enough people there. 
because the big companies that typically take down that office space, they ain't there. And specifically in San Fran. Bummer, the damn near 200 degree sauna and whirlpool were both insane and amazing, one person opined in a Reddit post about the closure. The company, which has nearly 300 locations in the U.S., we're talking about 24-hour fitness right now, said the facilities at nearby locations will continue to serve members in arguably worse areas, but still remaining open. Interesting. The expanded amenities at both Sutter Montgomery and Van Ness Clubs, like the GX24 Studio, the Sauna, Whirlpool, Steam, Steam Room, and more, will be a strong offering to affected members as they continue on their fitness journey with us. All right, so what they're saying there is, hey, keep your membership with us. You can enjoy this, this, and this that your other gym doesn't have. I know it's not nearly as close to your office. Oh, wait a minute. You're not working at your office. Never mind. Right? In 2021, the 24-hour fitness filed for bankruptcy. So you got that as well. <laughs> a little corporate restructuring going on. But again, what I would point to is the other locations still remaining open. Because this 24-hour fitness is sucking wind as far as membership goes. There's nobody there. Nobody is working in the financial district. So why, if they're not working there, I guess I'll just, you know, commute in from my suburban location, go to the gym, even though I'm working at, no. And if you're a 24-hour member, you've probably got a 24-hour fitness much closer to your home. And that's where you're working out. You've got whatever gym it is there, right? So the gym's closure comes as McDonald's in the city's financial district. These these buildings are very, very close. Shuttered after nearly 30 years in business, the restaurant's operator blamed office vacancies and fewer visitors downtown for the closure. It's office vacancies because visitors, you know, tourists aren't necessarily, tourists aren't going to go to the financial district and just look around and go, Hey, that's a really big building that used to have a lot of, you know, office workers in it. That's another really big one too. Huh, these are some great big buildings. Ah, they're going to go to the the more traditional. They're going to go to Fisherman's Wharf. They're going to you know, they're going to do they're going to go to Alcatraz. They're going to do all the standard San Francisco stuff before they go to the financial district. So, you know, you 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 don't have normal tourists either on top of hollowed out workers. And then if you've got a store that's built for the downtown, it's usually smaller, more efficient, no parking, no drive-through in the McDonald's case. You don't have all those amenities in the downtown 24-hour fitness because it's small and you got to sacrifice some of that. But hey, you're getting a workout in super close to your office. Well, now that doesn't seem to matter anymore. So this is kind of, this is what they're doing. So super interesting that the overriding factor of the basically hollowed out neighborhood of the financial district is so bad that even fringe tenderloin areas are staying open. So those are business dynamics that you're not going to hear about all the time. You're only going to hear it from a real estate guy talking about McDonald's and 24-hour fitness and I think this and I think that. A lot of this is my opinion. Let's be honest. A lot of this is my opinion. But it's also my opinion based on years and years and years in residential real estate, which translates to, well, I can kind of look at a neighborhood and go, yeah, that's up and coming or, yeah, I'd say don't buy there. 
kind of thing, right? Following, tracking what's going on in communities. And the commercial is much easier because do you have a lot of businesses in that area? Oh, you don't? Oh, okay. The other businesses that are there supporting those businesses, they're going to fail as well. Interesting. Huh. Not that hard to figure out, right? Because when you got businesses hanging on in the tenderloin, that's when you know, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. It's not all about crime, is it? It's not all about the tents lining the road. It's not all about the old guy running his art gallery, hosing down the undesirables on the sidewalk in front, doing weird things. All right. That's it for me. Thanks so much for being here. I'll catch up with you in the next one. Bye for now. (laughs) 